Hi everyone, Irla here. There are some sound issues with my microphone in this episode. It'll be back to normal next time. I hope you can stick with us for this episode and uh, enjoy the show. Welcome to Amiga Ireland. It's the 10th of January and I'm Irla. I'm Rob. I'm Luke. In today's episode, we have Mortal Kombat news twice. We look at a couple of new games and another WinUAE update. Apart from that, extra special guests at the Amiga Island meeting 2019. So, hi guys. Um, how were your Christmases? Um, mine, mine were very quick, to be honest. I was mostly at work and I really, like, seriously look forward to my holidays. I meet a lot of people who are just exhausted after the so-called holiday. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I need, a, need an actual holiday now. Yeah. Um, my Christmas was very, very busy because we, we uh, drove back to Ireland and spent a lot of time driving around Ireland, driving to different families, spending time with as many people as we could. Then up up to Leitrim and Belfast and then back down to Wicklow again. And then just a couple of days back in Glasgow now and absolutely shattered. <laughs> but, uh, busy couple of days, but it was great. And then you have Amiga Ireland ahead of you in about a week's time. Yeah, no, I'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I was in Crete, uh, which is absolutely beautiful. It's my I've been to Greece a few times. It was my first time in Crete. Um, lovely people. We were in um, um, Ira Petra. And the food is absolutely amazing. We miss it so much, myself and mm-hmm. my daughter. And we're going to be back very soon. We're, we're already planning our next holiday there. But um, this is our last podcast before Amiga Ireland 2019, which is happening on the 18th and 19th of January. Exciting. <laughs> yeah, just, just a week away or less if you're not getting yeah. this on the first day it comes out. We have a lot to talk about, so let's move on to the news. Okay, first up, there's a WinUE 4.1 was released. This, depending on how your use of WinUE, this might be a nothing update or it might be a huge update because it, there's there are some pretty big, pretty big fixes and pretty big uh, improved features in it. Uh, one of the main things is that the bridge board emulation, that's sort of emulating... <laughs> bridge board PC cards that went into the Amiga to run PC software so the emulation of them has been rewritten from the ground up and has a load of fixes in it and now works a lot better and supports a lot more software and there are also um, big improvements in the AGA emulation which which uh, adds uh, you know ex- you know extra precision and extra accuracy in the you know things like the the subpixel positioning of the screen and uh, you know few you know particular uh, behaviors of different fetch modes and stuff were implemented properly and fully and so there are minor tweaks like that that if you if you know if you're using it for for coding AGA software or you know certain certain uh, specific AGA software might not work properly on it there's a good chance they'll be improved now and you get smoother scrolling and you know just generally you know a better experience Thomas Wenzel uh, has just prepared a new version of Amiga Amp 3.23 and it was prepared in two versions um, a version for Amiga OS 3.9 and, and a version for Amiga OS uh, 4. Point. Um, the main changes are bug fixes new library for the applications and uh, removing a lot of errors during a uh, uh, catalog scanning uh, with skins and plugins. Uh, so this is one of the, I think right now, the oldest uh, uh, MP3 players for Amiga. And um, I've been using it for 
I think now 12, 15 years. It's a thing that's been with me quite some time, and I really enjoyed using it. I'll, I'll be checking that version as well. Also, Dizzy Torrent version 2.11 has been released, and this is a bug fix release, but also it's more memory efficient and a better performance than before. And there are some German and Greek localizations added. So this runs on 68k Amiga, so you'll be able to uh, download torrents on your Amiga with this. Individual Computers has uh, formally confirmed ownership of the Picasso 96 uh, retargetable graphics system. So this was, this was, this was, uh, you know, a, a thing that happened quite a while ago. Um, but, um, you know, now because of the various rumors and, you know, just the general way the Amiga community is that there's now sort of a formal statement. And, uh, so basically the, uh, there have been a number of fixes to the system. Uh, so, you know, a lot of the parts of the system being updated and revised and, you know, a lot of the long, long standing bugs have been fixed and sorted out. It's available. It's available from, uh, individual computers for, basically sort of under a, a pay what you want kind of uh kind of deal so there's a minimum price i can't remember exactly what it was but you can pay that or you can pay more than that and that's a, it's a, an interesting interesting model to to try but uh it's yeah that's it's been renamed p96 as well because of uh you know just worries about the picasso name and but yeah so it's good good to see that there's now uh some extra development going on and that it's uh it's available the programmer's documentation as well is, uh, I, I believe, is supposed to be online. I haven't seen it myself, but um, that was part of the deal with the individuals that they were uh, going to put this software online. And that will help people like the vampire developers and, you know, any, anyone else who's doing their own kind of homebrew graphics cards and graphics subsystems. So this this will help them a lot because it makes it a lot easier to uh, and not to, not to mention a lot more legal to develop drivers and release the drivers. So this is uh, this is great news for everyone. Good, very good. That's a very good one. Right, we don't often mention news regarding um, uh, Aeros, so this one is pretty good then. Um, new version of Icarus Desktop 2.2.5 is available for download. Uh, first of all, um, a web browser, um, OWB, has been updated to support the uh, latest version of AMI SSL, uh, encryption and it seems to be a little bit more stable with that version. Uh, apart from that, Magellan, which is, uh, which is the Go uh, graphic user interface can now show the current IP address and calculate MD5 checksum for any file. Um, there are also a lot of new versions for a lot of new programs like, um, Vim, Vamp, uh, ABK Viewer, RNOFX, Brock Tracker, and many, many more. So, uh, if you are interested actually in an, um, Amiga OS incarnation under X86, why not take a look down there as well? And for those of you who are interested in blood sports, um, <laughs> various Amiga parties have filed a legal motion um, for an injunction against Hyperion's non-OS4 activities. Um, so we have a link you can go to uh, at pacemonitor.com and you can see there. So there's Amiga Inc., Amino Corporation, Coento, iTech, um, all against Hyperion in America. So um, to be honest with you, the legalese was, I, I find it easier to read source code than read uh, that stuff I was reading there. So I, I can't really say a whole lot more about it, but um, same as it ever was. Yeah. Yeah. What you can say is it's a stupid waste of time and money. <laughs> and resources as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
we are such a small community, we really need to be together instead of dividing ourselves and fighting each other. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I think I need to talk about some games to cheer me up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Lemmings is available for iOS and Android at the moment, and you can download it now. Um, I played a bit of it over Christmas, and I gave my daughter a go of it too, and she's played the original as well. So they've done a good job of designing for mobile, um, where you know pixel precision is what it was all about in the classic machine. Obviously, that's not practical. <laughs> on the mobile so I was wondering how they do it and keep the feel um, there are mixed responses in the comments um, on for iOS anyway um, due to things like ads and in-app purchases but um, most of the reviews are actually I think positive um, also there have been plenty of updates since then so maybe you know, some of those criticisms don't apply anymore I haven't had any issues anyway early on um, my girl absolutely loves it and she liked the original too so um, it's worth giving a mm-hmm. go um, la- developer uh, called Lazy Cow has recently um, released a um, long-awaited actually game called Power Glove, and it's uh, available as a digital download and the boxed version as well. The game is actually really amazing. We've been mentioning it before. Uh, the animation, the sprites, the sprites, uh, the graphics, the playability. The map itself uh, is, is huge, and I've actually uh, bought the game, and I've been enjoying it. It's, it doesn't cost a lot, and it's really worth uh, supporting the the developer. Um, so, what else can I say? It's just, it's just, it's just great. It's, it feels as if, uh, as if you're playing a game from like great times of Amiga from '91 or '92. So, be sure to check that one. And also Tiger Claw is now finally available. For any of you don't know, it's a Bruce Lee inspired game for the Amiga. It looks really, really good. And even the box art's fantastic. And the, the, the way the sprites are moving just seems really, really nice. So, um, that's well worth checking out. And it's only $3 to buy. Uh, I think that's a digital download. Mm-hmm, that's and right. And a box version you can get too. So, um, yeah, well worth checking out. Now, this is a, a an intriguing one. This is Aquabis. Is has been announced, and that's a, a new game, and seems to be a point-and-click kind of adventure game. But there's no actual gameplay footage of it, so all we have is basically a, a, a nice description of it, of the world that it's set in, and uh, and a very fancy trailer that doesn't have any actual gameplay in it. But it sounds very nice, and it looks like there's a lot of effort going into this, so it's definitely one to watch for the future. But I, I like this uh, this this quote uh, from from the developers themselves. It's like. It's rather slow-paced action where you can play it with a cup of tea or coffee and have some snacks. <laughs> I think I think that's a that's a great a great way to look at have uh, at, at a nice you know sort of a, a nice gentle tempo de- adventure game. So I'm I'm look, definitely looking forward to that whenever whenever it surfaces. Yeah, that's for sort of a moderately moderately expanded Amigas. I think I think it's a, a six eight zero two zero or there thereabouts. It's aimed at so that's that's nice. It should work on the most most machines as well. Great. Well, that sitting down, cup of tea, relaxed kind of game is exactly my kind of game, so <laughs> oh, I'll give it a go. The Shadow of Sergoth uh, is another game which is uh, in the making. It's a part of an Amstrad RPG game. That if you like games like, I don't know, Dungeon Keeper, Dungeon Master, or Black Crypt, 
uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy this one. Uh, the, 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 the graphics, the first, uh, like screenshots, uh, uh, have been released and it looks really stunning and amazing. And, uh, it's only OCS, uh, graphics. So, uh, uh, even though I'm not a huge fan, actually, of dungeon crawlers, um, I really look forward to this one because, uh, the, the graphics and, uh, the graphic user interface looks really magnificent. And Portal for C64 has been released, um, which you can get now, and uh, it looks it looks really, really interesting. Uh, if you haven't seen this yet, you're probably wondering how in God's name can Portal um, have any kind of um, version on Commodore 64. Well, I won't spoil it for you. Um, go and have a look and check it out for yourself. That's brilliant. Yeah, I think we looked at the, the work in progress of that a little while ago, so it's uh, yeah, good, good to see it got a yeah, release. Yeah, that's right. And this one, um, I know everyone's probably sick of Christmas at this stage, but uh, this is a really lovely game that's just been released called Santa vs. Dinos. It was written as a present by uh, E-Penguin, or Daniel Lakey in in, uh, in, you know, in Amiga circles. He's uh shows up in the forums and that. But um, he's after making this game as a present for his son, which I think is lovely. And the son gave him a hand with the graphics, and uh, so they're, they're, they, they do look a bit... Uh, uh, my first deluxe paint session but uh you know that's that adds to the charm of it and it's a, it's a lovely little thing but very very sweet so um yeah so i haven't actually played it but uh basically it involves santa and snowflakes and uh dinosaurs so <laughs> there, there you go what more could a kid want yeah and another really interesting one this is really interesting uh digi digiloy it's a beautiful commodore 64 shooting game made entirely with pet ski um We've got the link here where you can download it and uh, the reviews are really positive. So yeah, go and check that out for something completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kiwi Story is uh, is an interesting development. I, I don't know if it's fully released yet, but there's definitely a, a beta around that can be downloaded and played. And that's um, that's our, our friend Eric or uh, uh, what's his name? Eric something. Eric Hogan. And, uh, and he's he's written this as you know in, in between as many other projects and updates that he's doing. He's written this, you know, it's a a good looking platforming engine, and uh, you know, and a sort of a nice, you know, a nice nice little bit of a uh, basically just a you know a nice nice platformer. And um, so I don't know what point it's at yet, but uh, it's worth worth checking out and downloading the beta anyway. And it was initially a ba- an AGA only release, but uh, he has built a special. Uh, OCS ECS version for people who uh, you know who, who wanted to try it on the older machines as well. And the long-awaited Commodore 64 game Labay de Mortes is now available from DoublesidedGames.com. This is a game that has beautiful graphics and a very nice-looking platformer game, and that costs forty Canadian dollars. I cannot tell you what that is in euro. It could be could be far less half the price in euro. Really. Probably is, yeah. Maybe about twenty five or so. I don't know. I think I'm sure the you know the digital download will be available as, as well. But the game looks uh, really really nice. I must say. Right, um, Indie Retro News Portal has prepared a great summary of C64 games released or actually re re released in 2018. You have to read it. You have to see it. There are so many great games actually that's been uh, that's been released uh, for Commodore 64. I think the 2018 belonged to uh, C64, in my opinion, if it comes to games. 
Mm-hmm. I think they do those. I think they did those last year as well. Um, yeah, they're they're very nice to read those summaries of the year. Let's move on to discoveries. While browsing YouTube, I've come come across an interesting specimen. Actually, you know, Mortal Kombat Two for C sixty four looks like a preview version. Actually, and I think there are only. Um, Two, 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 um, two characters to be chosen from. However, still looks pretty alright to be honest. And uh, cool. if you want to see how it looks, uh, the link will be in the show notes. Okay, so we both happen to have Mortal Kombat discoveries, even though we didn't plan this. <laughs> I swear to God, um, I discovered that Master Daniel Pessina is uh, a really cool guy. While listening to him being interviewed by the Galway Gamer. Um, the interview, the full interview is, um, up on Mixcloud. They played a part of it on Fert FM Radio, but you can get the whole thing here. We have the link for you. Um, so, um, Daniel Pacina played Johnny Cage, Scorpion, um, I was going to say Ice Cube. Jeez. Um, what's his name? Sub-Zero. <laughs> um, and, um, a, a few other guys like that in the Mortal Kombat game that we played in our Amigas. So, um, he's a really interesting character to talk about. Uh, sorry, to, to talk to and listen to. So, yeah, go and give that a listen. I was recently given uh, a, a few Amiga bits and included there was a, an iTech uh, tower, you know, the, the old full sized tower, you know, a special, specially converted for the Amiga 1200. Um, it's fine. It's a bit of a monster thing, but uh, it, it, what I didn't realize was that the, and I only remember sort of reading about it now is that the, the Amiga 1200 mounts upside down in them compared to all other a1200 tower conversions and that means it's impossible to use PCI slots with it so it's kind of ah. it, it kind of I, I'm sure it made sense at the time because I think they were talking about putting a, a PC motherboard in there with it like on the other side of the case and so it was the best way to fit both computers in there together but you know nowadays it's kind of like it's of, of limited use for uh, an Amiga 1200 conversion these days because really the only main use you'd have these days is for putting PCI slots mm-hmm. on it yeah that's right and uh yeah, so kind of uh, not even sure what to do with it now, but <laughs> but um, you know it's 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 a nice but very flawed bit of uh, metalwork. <laughs> yeah, there's something distinctly Commodore about that. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> okay, let's move on to community news. So Amiga Ireland is happening on the 18th and 19th of January, less than a week away probably if you're listening to this, and it's happening in the Prince of Wales Hotel in Athlone. Um, for everybody who's coming, by the way, um, wish you all a safe journey. Thanks for booking in with us, and I, I hope you have a really nice uh, time with the technology and with the people, and that you enjoy what we've got prepared for you, and uh, we're really looking forward to meeting you all. Um, and there is some news for the event because... Um, there's well for starters we've got an extra workshop that was unplanned so now there's going to be a music workshop for anyone that would like to learn a bit about trackers using a tracker and you get making music and that's going to be held um in a kind of an ad hoc way i think with, with by mike clark we we haven't uh, pinned down the details but um he's, he's open to showing anyone the ropes so we'll get a group together of because it's a it's something that gets asked for actually from time to time and Mike, of course, um, is from Psygnosis fame and, and other places like that. He's uh, made music for loads of Amiga uh, games with Beyond into other platforms as well. So that's a really nice extra bonus for anybody who's coming. And we have um, another 
new a bit of announcements, which is probably, if you've been online, you've probably heard it already, but I'll leave it to somebody else to uh, spring that one. Another thing is um, that I've recently found was um, Great American, actually, video cast on YouTube called 10-Minute uh, Amiga Retrocast. The, uh, that retrocast is hosted by Doug from Dynamic Computing, and uh, I've been I've been watching his episodes and I'm pretty pretty astounded. He really does a great job. The other thing that is really actually uh, interesting is that each of his episodes can be downloaded as um, MP, MPEG one or a HAM uh, format file and played on your real Amiga using Riva uh, MPG uh, player. So if you're really interested, go to uh www.10marc.com and uh have a look have a listen have a go Doug is a really nice guy the big one so you know a lot of you might be already aware of this from uh, if you know if you're paying attention to the social media stuff but uh if not big surprise announcement <laughs> uh RJ Michael is going to be attending this year's Amiga Ireland so um that's that's fantastic news. He's uh, one of the founding fathers of the Amiga, if you like, and he was responsible for Intuition, which is all the windows, menus, uh, all the layers, of, you know, the, the, basically the graphical interface, the gadgets, every, everything like that. That you know, if we it's so familiar about Workbench and the Amiga OS. So it's all all the front end of it, and uh, yeah, that was that was him. Um, yeah, he did an, another few bits. Like I think he did some of the work on the the Boing Ball demo that everyone knows as well from the from the launch of the Amiga. Yeah, that's right. And he went on to do some uh, work for uh, was it Panasonic 3DO? No, first he did the Lynx, the, the Lynx, a- the Atari, Atari Lynx, yes, yeah, Atari yes. Lynx, a 1989 portable console. Uh, yeah. First it was called Lynx, and then Atari bought it actually. And, mm-hmm. and then after that, he went to work for Panasonic's and the, the uh, yeah. 3DO. Yeah. That, that's it. And then he worked for a while for PlayStation as well. Yeah. So he's, um, you know, one of the heavy hitters of the industry, if you like, still is. But, um, yeah, so he'll be there. And uh, we're really looking forward to having him. Uh, so, uh, it's great news. Yeah, it's fantastic. Absolutely. And if anyone's seen any of the, uh, you know, the recent uh, Amiga documentaries and stuff, you you know, you'll, you'll have seen him in it. And you see he's a bit of a character as well. So uh, looking forward to having a drink with him. Yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Ask Amiga. Okay, so this time around, uh, the questions come from a little bit closer to home. Um, so Luke has asked us, uh, is it possible to use the Amiga to create and deal with the uh, floppy images from the 1581 drive, which was a C64, C128 external floppy drive? And Well, basically, yes, uh, it is. Um, the 1581 is probably not that common, but it was actually... Hmm, it, it was like the, the 1541, 1571. It was an external drive with its own CPU, its own RAM, its own complete system built in. But the, the drive mechanism itself is the closest to the standard mechanism as any C64 or C128 drive had. So it, it's, it's essentially just a PC drive in there with cut the custom controller, pretty much the way the Amiga is. So, um, ba- basically, yeah, you can download some software from Aminet and, uh, and use it use a mount list to use your Amiga drive as a 1581. 
So it's, it's, it's basically the format that 1581 uses is the same double density disks that the Amiga uses. It just has a slightly different geometry, which means it's not quite uh, holding as much uh, data. So I think it's 800 kilobytes a disk rather than 880, which the Amiga does. But it's very, very easy for the Amiga to deal with because the data rates are, you know, double density rates and uh, the geometry is fairly standard. So to use these disks and the images is basically similar to reading PC disks on the on the Amiga. So if you've, if you've used CrossDOS or FAT95 to mount a PC disk, you, you know, this would be very similar. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to online online activity. So we've got some new members in the Facebook group. So hello to Steen Fisker, Paul Costa, Amiga Marcel, um, who I've been chatting to, Rar. Charholm, um, actually, Rar, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, but um, you've got some amazing artwork online. Um, if you go and, ch- and check him out, either on Instagram or on Facebook, you'll find, and he does uh, some of it on Deluxe Paint too, really good stuff. Uh, Mike Clark, who's um, coming over as well from Signosis, we mentioned earlier. Uh, Tony uh, Schiffbauer, Nuno Nunes. Uh, Elifas Levy, Keith Heary, Marcus Tillman, Mariusz Kowodziński, João Miguel. Declan Hickey, Chris Lawley, Niels Norgard, I've <laughs> tripping over them. Niels Norgard Peterson, and apologies for that. And Vincenzo Musumici, Musumici. Again, sorry for butchering sounds- the names. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but welcome along anyway. Yeah, exactly. And um, via email, um, hi to Chris McGonagall, an Irishman living in Texas who got in touch. Uh, it was nice chatting to you, Chris. Um, uh, sorry you can't make the uh, event this year, but we'll uh, hopefully be in touch again soon. Um, then the top posts, the top Facebook posts. Well, one was from Marius Kolodinsky looking to, who's t- trying to test his floppy disk drive, and he's received a disk I've sent him now. So, uh, unfortunately, his disk drive is the problem oh, on the disk. So, um, sorry about that, Marius. Hope you can get it sorted out soon. And also, John Riley looking for Octomed users. Uh, John, hope you get. Uh, Hope you get sorted out there and get back into the Octomed. It's been nice to get some um, collaborative music uh, making going. And on Twitter, the top tweet was, surprise, surprise, RJ Michael is coming to Amiga Ireland. <laughs> and uh, RJ um, posted a fantastic picture of himself holding his tablet with the homepage of our website on it. So <laughs> thanks, RJ. And also thanks to uh, Marcel from the A1200.net team, um, as well as Philippe Lang and the rest of the A1200.net team for um, getting in touch and making that happen. That was fantastic news. And uh, while I'm at it, thanks to our other sponsors, AEON, Amiga Kit, Retro Ready, and Commodore The Inside Story. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks to all of our sponsors for helping keep us in the black. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. And a final thanks to John Mullins, uh, for donating to the event and uh, when booking his ticket uh, we're a non-profit so everything that gets donated purely goes back into the running costs uh, including you know things like the website and the stuff we have to get in on the day uh, printing badges um, all that kind of stuff thank you also thanks to Shane Clinton for donating to the event as well as Paul Harrington John Mullins and Matty Whittle mm-hmm. yeah thanks everybody so next time we're uh, next time you hear from us, it'll be um, the beginning of February when we release it. But it will be recorded live at the Amiga Ireland um, party 2018. Uh, sorry, 2019 in January next week. Um, it's hard to say what's going to be in it at this stage, but uh, we will see you then. Yeah, thanks very much, guys, and bye bye.
Bye bye. Bye bye.